Valentine's Day is coming up, and AdamandEve.com has a sex toy to match every personality. Are you an anime dork? Why not get your kawaii chibi chibi, the crystal heart of glass dildo? This sensual glass wand with its stunning pink heart on the top evokes images of the pretty guardian herself, Sailor Moon, wielding a girthy, shiny fuckstick. Pussy crisis dildo make up! Maybe the lady in your life is opinionated, hard to please, in particular about the foreign objects that she crams up her baby shoot. May I suggest the all-American Whopper dildo? Your woman will appreciate the options of a bendable, vibrating dong. Just like the Burger King Whopper, she can have it her way. Unlike a hamburger, though, this Whopper can be positioned for maximum G-spot stimulation. These are just two items in Adam and Eve's vast catalog of nearly 20,000 sex products. What if I told you you could purchase almost anything they offer and receive 50% off? It's true. Just remember to use promo code FREAK at checkout. F-R-E-A-K. Not only do you get 50% off of one item, you'll also get 10 free tantalizing gifts. That includes six free movies, a free mystery pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something I think you're both going to enjoy. All of this includes free shipping. That's a lot of Valentine's Day stuff. Just remember to head on over to adamandeve.com and use coupon code FREAK, F-R-E-A-K. That's promo code FREAK at adamandeve.com. Freaks, it's Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, picking up a pound of heroin and a pack of breakfast cocaine at Narcotic Joe's Old Time Drug Mart. Plus, that moment when panic sets in after you lose a butt plug up your gravy canal. And an amputee's only defense is a powerful piss stream. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Trying to Win Back Your Girlfriend on YouTube. Babe, I'm sorry. You know how hard this is for me? Why are you just gonna leave me like that? What I do to you? I fucking love you. I know people tell me that I deserve better, but I don't want nobody else. I want you. Try like I want, babe. Please, babe. I fucking love you. I fucking love you, babe. I fucking love you. Look. See? The teddy bear. Please, babe. Please don't fucking leave me like that. Please. And just trust me, babe. Trust me. I'm gonna change. This time's for real. Put this on my mama. I'm gonna change. Please, babe. Come back. Please. I fucking love you. I love you, babe. You're the only girl I love. You're the only girl I truly love. You're the only girl I cried for. I fucking love you. I don't deserve this. Fuck you, love me. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. I'm not going to fight for my country. I just want to smoke my weed, man. Timothy James Henson? Hold my hand, Roy. Cool. Yes, say freaks. Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. 
Gotta be honest with you, I'm eyeing that crystal heart of glass dildo at adamandeve.com. Lord Douche and I have been known to incorporate Sailor Moon role-playing into our sexcapades. Interesting fact, you know, Lord Douche loves Sailor Moon, for reals. And in one of the seasons, they introduced, um, I think they're called the Starlights. Everything is very cosmic in that show, right? There's uh, the the Sailor Moon characters, like Sailor um, Moon and Sailor Venus. They're like the inner scouts. And then there's the outer scouts that, that were introduced, right? And their characters based on uh, the faraway planets, like Neptune and shit. Finally, there's the Starlights. I don't know who they're named after, but you know, all these characters have special moves, special powers. You know, and of course they announce it when they do their power. So it's like, uh, Sailor Mercury Power Bubble Blast! And then, you know, she, use, she uses bubbles. Or Sailor Mars Power Fire Ignite! And she shoots fires. Well, one of the Starlight's special powers, and I don't know how you want to fight with this one, but she'll go, uh, you know, Starlight Gentle Uterus! I shit you not! She uses the force of the womb, the gentle womb. Oh yeah, there she is. It's strange because this is the uh, the Japanese version. The only time they speak English though is when they're using their powers. By the way, when she shouts out gentle uterus, she shoots out something that covers the monster's face in white. It's not so much a gentle uterus as it is angry. Where's the juice? That's a special move right there. Now you're playing with power. Plus the juice power. Stop! By the way, apparently epilepsy did not exist in the 1990s. Either that or we were just okay with giving kids seizures because every fucking anime from that time period was pretty much 30 minutes of straight flashing lights. I mean, this is an audio podcast. You don't even have to see anything, right? You could just, just by the audio, you can tell there was some crazy strobing going on. Grooming a nation of uh, rave kids is what we were doing. Anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. Hey, Franks, uh, welcome to Distorted View Daily. Not sure if we did a proper introduction because I was off and running talking about Sailor Moon and dildos, my two favorite topics. You can see why I got so carried away, right? I do have a great show for you today, and while we're talking about uteruses and other sexy things, I've got a bit of a, a homemade porn bloopy for you. This is courtesy of Efucked, who recently compiled the best of cam sex disasters. Seven. Actually, he calls it Camtastrophes. It's a great watch. I suggest you all check out efucked.com. I'm only going to play one of the Camtastrophes just to whet your appetite. I thought this one was really funny. What we have is a, a cam whore couple. Guy whips out a, a metal butt plug and uh, starts to penetrate his lady. Oh, shit. Wait, show him how big the butt plug is before you put it in. It's a decent butt plug. I mean, it's not ginormous or anything, but okay, it's substantial. You'll feel that in your pooper. Now, you guys have all seen a butt plug, right? It's kind of bulbous. Right? It's got the tip, so it's easy to go in. Then it sort of flares out, and then it gets real skinny. And then at the end, it flares out again, you know, to keep from, you know, your ass sucking the whole butt plug right up in there and you losing it. It's going in. Oh, and then the end has like a nice little jewel. 
So when the butt plug is in, the only thing that's like that, the only thing hanging out is just all you see is a jewel. In this case, it's a ruby. Red. So you know, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, he keeps kind of pushing that butt plug in, even though it's you know it, it's it's already in as far as it's supposed to go. It's an it's another Icarus situation. You know, you flew too close to the sun. In this case, you pushed the butt plug too far into the shitter. The inevitable happens. The asshole swallows up the butt plug. Oh. <gasps> Push. Ah. Oh shit. Push it. Come on. Get it out. Get it out. You gotta push it out. Ow! You gotta push it out. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those situations where the longer this goes unresolved, the more panicked she gets. I don't know why you're not listening to this guy. Just push it. Would it help you if these instructions were put to music? I can accommodate. Push it out. Push it out. Ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. Baby, baby. Push it out. What? You're not a fan of salt and pepper? Wow, what the hell is wrong with you? Okay. How about mid-90s alternative pop rock? Again, I can accommodate. I wanna push it out. When I will, when I will, I wanna take you for granted. Push it out. I wanna take you for granted. I will, I will. Push it out. Well, unfortunately, this woman is unwilling or more likely than not unable to push out the butt plug. So the calamity continues. Uh oh. All right, now you got to shut it down. I'm going to get this out of you. Yeah, he's saying you got to shut down the stream. This is serious now. The woman does not turn off the stream, though, which is interesting. I mean, it'll come out, but they got to get, like, loot and grab it or something. Oh, my God. All right, just squat. Yeah. This is the part of the video where the mansplaining begins. Yeah, how many times exactly have you had a butt plug lodged in your rectum? He's like, come on, just squat. Push it and squat. Everyone knows how to shit out a butt plug. Don't be dumb. All right. This is fucked up. This is fucked up. I'm scared. <sighs> She farts. No butt plug, just air. Dude, this is pissing. I, I, I don't know what to do no. with you, Kim. I don't know what to do with ah! you. I don't know what to do with you, bro. You're on fucking. What are you doing? I at least want to get fucking money for this. Oh yeah, he's upset. <laughs> he's upset because she's still recording. No, Kim. I don't know what to do with ah! you. I don't know what to do with you, bro. You're on fucking. What are you doing? I at least want to get fucking money for this shit. What are you doing, bro? She's, you know, she's a real businesswoman, and I have to commend her for that. I guarantee you she saw a spike in viewers. A girl can't get a sex toy out of her pretty little pooper? I'm tuning in. Dude, I don't know, bro. This is a fucking disaster. Can you help me right now? What do you want? I don't know what to do for you. Get the jaws of life! <laughs> what are you doing? What, what, Kim, get the, what, what are you doing pissing all over the floor, bro? Yeah, that's what I think uh, she squeezed too hard or pushed too hard. And, uh, you know, piss started coming out. So she went with it. What are you it. doing? What, what, Kim, get the, what, what are you doing pissing all over the floor, bro? Ow, it hurts. 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 
hurts. Dude, what the fuck? We're gonna have to take you to the fucking ER. They're gonna have to fucking pull it out of your ass, bro. I don't know. This is fucking fucked up. Dude, why did you just piss all over the floor? Turn that shit off. I honestly don't know if she peed on the floor because she was just pushing too hard like I initially thought, or, and we've seen this time and time again in clips played on DV, in times of stressful situations, sometimes people will just like pull down their pants and take a shit like in the middle of a store or they'll just start peeing all over the place. That might be what's happening here. Well, if you want to see the whole thing along with other quote unquote cam catastrophes, check out efuck.com. It's his latest video doing God's work as always. Let's move on now. Haley's comment over there in the Distorted View Discord provided a link to a great local news story out of Canada. I just thought this was so great. Take a listen. A Vancouver man wants to open up his own store, not to sell groceries or clothing, but hard drugs. First of all, that store would be robbed every fucking day. I mean, aisles and aisles of heroin, just coke on the shelves. Of course, desperate drug addicts with no cash are going to find it easier to rob Meth Mart then go through the trouble of uh, like robbing someone and then hitting up their drug dealer. Just do it all in one spot. And that is like the least of this store's problems. I mean, I know Canada has uh, a little more liberal view when it comes to drugs, but I don't think hard drugs are just allowed to be sold in a uh, like grocery store setting. He's well aware it's a risky move, but hopes his shop will reduce the number of people dying of overdoses. As Tamina Aziz reports, his lawyer believes the law will be on his side. Okay. What the hell is this man smoking? Oh, obviously some of his own stock. Jerry Martin is a former drug addict. Now sober, he wants to open- Wait a second, he's a former drug addict and he wants to open a store where he's gonna be surrounded by the, the good stuff. That's like a drunk opening a brewery. Every single step of the way, this is just like a bad idea. Addict. Now sober, he wants to open up his own brick and mortar shop to sell hard drugs, including heroin, cocaine, and meth. Now I should say that there's like B-roll of this guy and he's like texting on his phone, his like cracked shitty iPhone. His fingers are flying. Like he's writing a novel every second. He hasn't said a word yet and I can already tell he's using. Bugs including heroin, cocaine. Oh, hold on a second, what was that? <laughs> wants to open up his own brick and mortar shop Arter. to sell hard drugs <laughs> including heroin, cocaine, and meth. It takes the extreme to get things done sometimes. He recently lost his brother due to overdose and says there's a need to provide a safe supply. You know, a lot of these people, in fact, all of them, they have to take a risk every day where they go get their drugs. They're either going to get something that isn't clean or safe, whoa. or they can put themselves in a dangerous <laughs> situation. There's a lot of predators out there that'll get girls to do things for their drugs, whether they got the money or not, and they'll put them in a situation. And I don't think it's very comfortable for anyone. Slow down, dude. You're making a pitch for your store. We want to understand what you're saying. He can't slow down. He is obviously on something. This sounds like the idea of someone who's coked up. Hey, hey you know, you, you know what we should do? You know, it's so hard to fucking find good cocaine, right? We did. We should just start a store. You know, they, they, fucking all these stores, Walmart, Target. We just, the store's full of shelves. Heroin, meth, cocaine. A lot of employees, cash registers, parking lots. Be like a whole fucking store, man. We'll have a store. Drug store. Why hasn't anyone ever thought of that before? This is awesome. 
It certainly is, dude. It certainly is. So you can come in there and not have to worry about that. He's been sober for 15 years. Uh-huh. And hopes through education, <laughs> okay. future customers will eventually get clean, too. For the people out there that think it's a really bad idea, you want to look at it from the user's ankle and the family of that user. Yeah, look at it from the user's ankle. Come on down to my brick and martyr store. You want to look at it from the user's ankle and the family of that user. While it's currently not legal to sell these drugs, Jerry doesn't give a fuck. He just wants 18 wheelers full of cocaine backing up into his warehouse. His lawyer says there's a possibility it could be in the near future. Vancouver is a very progressive part of the country and might sound strange in other parts of the country. But this is his lawyer speaking now. Uh, Vancouver is also suffering through a terrible uh, opioid scourge and it's really uh, it's opioid poisoning. Wait a second. You're not planning on selling opioids over there at Value GAC? Whatever the hell you're going to name your store. You got to sell the products people want. These guys are not good businessmen. I'd look at the stats. If it was like, uh, you know, 70% of drug addicts are addicted to opioids. You better fucking believe at Tim Henson Speedway, we'll be celebrating Octopioid Days. Every day in October, 15% off of all opioids. We won't be undersold. Codeine, fentanyl. We just got a shipment of Vicodin in. Real good shit, man. Real good. Plus, speedy reward members get an additional 15% off of all morphine drips. Shuffle on down during Octopioid Days and get your fix. I was going to say run on down during opioid days, but I don't think people who are like hardcore opioid addicts, they don't they don't move so fast, you know? More than 1,800 people died from illicit drug use last year. We here at the Skaggly Waggly would like to see that number double. Nothing would make us happier than seeing people enjoying our product and ultimately succumbing to their addiction because of just the, uh, the great quantity of product they're using. Martin says he gets his supply tested and deems it safe. This tells me that he's already selling the drugs. He may not have the store space yet, but he, I mean, he's just a flat out drug dealer at this point, right? Also, I'm curious to know how he tests these drugs. I think this is how he convinces himself he's not a drug user. I'm not using the drugs, I'm testing it. And vows he'll be selling it in Vancouver's downtown east side this weekend from his trailer. <laughs> even if it means he could get arrested. I'm not too worried. I think I'll probably get bail. He says it's worth the risk if it means saving someone's life. Tamina Aziz, CTV News. Of course his store is a shitty RV. All of this checks out. Well, if you're in Vancouver and you're looking for, well, uh, I don't know, rocket fuel, magic dust, super grass... <laughs> Uh, check out uh, Jerry's RV. Canada is fucking awesome. I think it's time for a little musical palate cleanser. Friend of the program and listener, uh, Miss May has sent in a great song poem from the early 80s. We've talked about song poems many times on the podcast. If you don't know what they are, uh, they're basically scams, first and foremost. They're these companies that would take shit that you write. Like, I, I could write, uh, you know scribble on a piece of fucking paper and they will turn it into a song didn't even have to be in a like a song structure could just be like a poem a little short story doesn't matter their promise though was to uh, you know really try to make you a star at the time you know like for 50 bucks or something they would send you a, a free complimentary copy a record of, of your song that they've recorded for you and they'd also do some legwork 
and try to get you played on the radio and stuff, which never, ever happened. Again, I, I have an example here, courtesy of Miss May. This is a song poem from the 80s, and it's about uh, AIDS. Don't get AIDS. Right. Well, for most of us, that's the plan. Walker told me I have AIDS. Oh, no. Didn't you listen to the warning? The man specifically said, don't get AIDS. And what do you do? You go out and you get AIDS. How the hell did that happen? Peanut butter AIDS. Oh, lured in by that seductive mistress. Peanut butter will get you every time. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track here. Yes, Miss May has submitted an AIDS-themed song poem. Let's take a listen. AIDS is out. There's nothing to sneeze about. So watch out. AIDS is a disease. It's usually caught by a blood transfusion or somebody being used. Yeah, that's a couple ways to get AIDS. I hope they sing about the uh, most prominent way to get AIDS, though. Can't wait to hear those lyrics. AIDS is out. AIDS is out. Why is this guy treating AIDS like it's a new Lady Gaga album? It's out! AIDS is finally out! AIDS is out! Watch who you date. You could make a big mistake. AIDS yeah. is out tonight. You might be right. <laughs> of the lives this song could have saved. AIDS is a disease. You can catch it easy. It's nothing to sneeze about. So you keep saying that? Like, that's a brilliant line or something. AIDS is nothing to sneeze about. Get it? Because sneezing is uh, symptoms of a cold, which is uh, an illness. And uh, AIDS gives you lesions, rapid weight loss, sores, oh, and death. So it's just like sneezing. So Sure, words have never been spoken. AIDS? Well, I could do without that. I'm going to work on a song called AIDS? No, thank you. AIDS? No, 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 no. I'm good. Going to take a hard pass on AIDS. Thanks. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, AIDS is out. Another wonderful submission by um, our very own Miss May. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this next clip uh, because it is a bit repetitive. If you've heard one Leo Beyond Light clip, you heard them all. Leo is that guy who thinks he can communicate with alien beings who are made of pure energy and light. These beings are helping us reach another level of consciousness and helping us uh, clear out negative energy. And uh, here he is along with a friend. I think her name is Joanna. She also practices this fucking insanity. I am here, I am here, I am here, I am here. To open, 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 open. Okay, I'm pretty sure she's just speaking Navi. Yeah, this is pretty much what they do, along with shaking their hands a lot, like back and forth, kind of like jazz hands, but jazz hands after you visited that dude's drugstore, like, but real fast. She's saying the land of her people, Pandora, is being threatened. We must help her. Let's hear a little bit from our guy, Leo. More, 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 Wonderful. Yeah, they, re they repeat a lot. More, more, more. Energy, energy, energy. Love, 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 love. Bye, 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 bye. 
I am, I am, I am. Love, 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 love. Creational codes coming in. Oh. Acceptance codes for physical, physical, mental, emotional bodies. Emotional. He reminds me of, do you remember that show Third Rock from the Sun when uh, John Lithgow was getting, you know, he's an alien. Uh, and then he's getting a transmission from their leader, the big giant head, and he just sort of freezes and he's like, incoming transmission from the big giant. This is, is kind of like Leo here. Speaking about uh, cosmic codes coming through. To love yourself more consciously and unconsciously. She's speaking Navi, he's speaking Klingon. You're taking out all of the dense, okay. dense, dense energies. Okay, your head is dented. Well, there you go. That's Leo Light for you. And finally today, freaks, I've got a bit of a freak out that took place at a post office. Surprise, more freakouts don't happen there. This woman was trying to send a package and uh, she didn't like box it up at all. She's just like, I want to send this printer or whatever. And they're like, okay, well, uh, we, we, get, we have boxes. You're going to want to wrap it as well. Wrap it and put it in a box. So instead of like stepping off to the side to do all of that, she's holding up the entire line while she readies her stuff. And I don't know if it was an employee or just someone in line <laughs> suggested to this lady that she stepped the fuck out of the way and uh, she considered that harassment. You are ha actually harassing me now. I'm asking you to be you a civil person. Me. Don't harass me. Girl, don't come and push me around. Don't harass me. Good. My next step will be the police. Don't do that. Oh. We're already going to the police. My next step will be the police. Don't do it. Sorry, can I ask you to please keep your voice down? So you see? She troubled me. She troubled me. Now I'm saying, because of my color, I'm aggressive. Yeah, I know that. Well, you're the only one screaming. That's why he's calling you out, lady. You know that's what it would be. It's always about color. I live here and born like anybody else. Okay, white lady, we don't need to hear from you. See, it's always about color with them. It's always about color. I live here and born like anybody else. I ain't come from Toronto. Sir, no, I, never live in Toronto I just packaged before. ahead of time. My husband's waiting. I, she's packaging here. What's, what's your issue? Let me God, why do I hate the white person just as much as, as this screaming banshee over here? Sir, sir, I did everything right. My husband is waiting. Yeah, well, there's still a line, by the way. Like, she's behind a couple other people. Do my business in peace. You are uh, harassing me, lady. Excuse me, can you, I I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. Oh, God, call the police. I'm going to call the police because you are... You that would at least solve me. the problem, right yeah. Now, Not you, her. You didn't do me anything, sir. Oh, my God. This is a simple process, right? Just... Box up whatever the fuck you want to send and, and pay. Angry at what she did. This is turning into, you know, an ordeal now. Like she's trying to control me. <laughs> you can't do that shit to people. I'm asking you to package ahead. You can't tell me what to do. This is Canada. Oh, Canada. I thought this was the U.S. post. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You can Are you They're like the same colors with the red and the blue and stuff. But I do see some of the writing is in uh, French. Crazy? Excuse me, you cannot be screaming at, at, at people. No, she was screaming at me first. 
I asked you. You crazy? Who the fuck are you? I asked you. Are you gonna be crazy, lady? You gonna be crazy? You gonna be mean? You gotta watch your language. They're gonna be mean. They're calling the police because you harassed me. I'm calling them. And she's not getting out of line, by the way. When she calls the cops, just holding everyone up. I'm calling them. I'm calling them. I ain't playing with you, people. I just came. I'm just asking, like, the girl what to do. And she, oh, pack it at home. Well, look, I understand going, like, not knowing what type of box to use. Like, I want to send this first class. Do I need a special box? Do I need a package? But just take it off to the side. And, you know, I don't know what it is with post offices. Like, here in the United States, it's the same in Canada, apparently. There's only one goddamn line. Open another register, bitch. All right. This goes on for another couple of minutes, but as you probably know by now, uh, nothing ever gets resolved. It's not like they hug it out in the end. At the start of the video, the people are miserable, and at the end of the video, they're still miserable. There's not exactly uh, an arc to this story at all. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. <laughs> enjoy distorted view daily please consider signing up for the sideshow that is our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs more importantly every week i do brand new exclusive shows typically two times a week this week was no different and we had some good ones thursday yesterday's program was very fun check it out Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Remember, you get access to a little uh, personalized RSS feed. It works with most podcasting apps, not all of them. However, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up for Sideshow access right in those apps. If you go that route, uh, you won't have access to the, uh, the website, but you won't need it because all of the new exclusive shows and the free shows will show up right in your feed there. So again, check it out. There's some options, superfreaksideshow.com, or of course, sign up in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Finally, the last way to help the show out, Patreon, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I am planning to send out uh, some more uh, physical DB merchandise, goodies, as I call it. To our higher tiered patrons, if you pledge at least $20 a month, you know, occasionally I ship out stuff and I will be doing that in February sometime. So be on the lookout for that. If you're not yet a patron, now is a great time to sign up for that. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from New York City. A crazed one-legged crook pummeled convenience store workers and cops in the face with a metal padlock before uh, trying to flee, he was trying to hop away. Police officers tackled the man, which again was not hard because of the one leg thing. But that's when the pee started. See, I'm telling you, it's a defense mechanism. Just like that woman who was freaking out with the butt plug in her ass, you know? Starts peeing all over the place. All right. Uh, yes, the man started to pee on officers on an Upper East Side sidewalk, but was set free without bail by a judge the very next day. Utano Bernard, 41, pulled out his privates and began urinating in the air, you know, in an arc-like fashion, as cops wrestled him to the ground. Really, did it take that much work? If so, they're not very good cops. For the third time, I, I have to mention, he had only one leg. 
Apparently, he had allegedly just attacked two workers and stolen four locks and six Red Bulls. If anyone needs wings, it's this guy on account of, this is the fourth time I'm going to say it, the one leg thing. The pissing perpetrator allegedly whacked the workers in the face with the padlock as they tried to stop him from leaving the store without paying for $65 in merchandise. Red Bull is expensive these days, prompting them to flag down two officers for help. Uh, the cops did their best. I actually have a clip here. Someone was filming as the cops were taking down this guy and he began peeing. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The cameraman is is seeing the piss starting to flow. Oh. <laughs> disgusting. What's interesting is, uh, I don't know if the, the guy was trying to pee on the cops, but his arms were pinned down for the most part. So all he could do was just sort of piss on himself. He pissed on his jeans. Disgusting. I wish I lived in New York. Always something interesting happening there, eh? Anyway, the amputee tried to hit both of the cops with that same lock in the face before they tackled and restrained him on the sidewalk. Oh no, an onlooker who taped the incident can be heard screaming. You heard that. That's just fucking disgusting. As the dude exposed himself and started to piss. Bernard was hit with a laundry list of charges, including robbery, two counts of aggravated assault on a police officer, assault, just assault in general, resisting arrest, criminal possession of a weapon, and menacing a police officer. Prosecutors with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office requested that his bail be set at $20,000. Instead, he was granted supervised release, allowing him to walk free. Bernard has a rap sheet that in, uh, includes an alleged assault on a 70-year-old man uh, for which he was released on his own recognizance. In that case, he's accused of hitting the elderly man with a padlock that seems to be his weapon of choice. No, not this time. Uh, it was an umbrella as he entered an elevator. Well, come on. This guy has a chip on his shoulder on account of, you guessed it, the one leg thing. Back in 2018, he was charged with robbery. One Upper East Side shop owner said Bernard is known in the area for being a menace. That guy is very aggressive. I had issues with him. He came in here yelling and screaming. She said the fact that this guy was released with no bail was shocking. She said it gives him the opportunity to keep on doing it. They just come back here and do the same thing again and again, and they get more aggressive. I say cut off his other leg. Kind of hard to hit someone in the face with a padlock if you can't even stand up, you know? Best he could do is uh, hit you in the shin with one of those things, which don't get me wrong, that would hurt too. But it would be easy to tackle him at that point. All right, uh, second story we have for you. I know a lot of you freaks have children. I understand that's like a normal thing to do. Get married, have kids, all that shit. And if you're happy, I'm happy for you. Look, I'm glad you're raising what I hope is the next generation of uh, little freaks. I'm just happy that uh, I am not raising one of those things. For the most part, there are times when I'm like, you know what? I would be a great father. I would love a little Timmy running around. A little mini me could have all sorts of like father son bonding moments. Like when I show him what a prolapsed asshole is. Sometimes a person's rectum just turns inside out. Kind of looks like a little blossom. Little rose. Isn't that cool? Yeah, dad, it is. That is something you have to talk to your children about, right? Every kid should know about prolapsed asses. Uh, anyway, the second story really reminded me of um, 
why I would not be good as a father. I would kill this little kid. Uh, the story comes from Michigan. The doorbell just kept ringing and ringing, and the cars kept on coming. You see, a six-year-old Michigan boy went on a wild $1,000 spending spree on Grubhub. I guess he, like, grabbed his dad's cell phone and was hungry. He ordered large amounts of food from numerous area restaurants. The food piled up quickly for Keith Stonehouse of Chesterfield Township in Metro Detroit on Saturday night while he was home alone with his son, Mason, and with his wife, Kristen, away at the movies with some friends. So what was some of the food that uh, appeared on this guy's doorstep? Jumbo shrimp, actually five large orders of jumbo shrimp, salads, shawarma, chicken pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, ice cream, grape leaves, rice. That's just what was delivered by one driver. The father said, uh, I was at like a 9.5 out of 10 anger while it was happening. The next day I was at an eight and now I'm at about a three. I don't really find it funny yet, but I can laugh with people a little bit. It's a lot of money and it kind of came out of nowhere. Stonehouse says he let Mason use his cell phone to play a game. Yeah, that game's called Drain Daddy's Bank Account. And guess what? Mason won. That goddamn little shit. All right. Uh, he never thought he would instead click on the Grubhub app. Grubhub does kind of sound like a game uh, and order large amounts of food from one restaurant after another. He's six. So it doesn't kind of sink in. It's not like if our 13-year-old son did this, then it would sink in to him, added Stonehouse. Plus, our six-year-old is a little, you know, durr, not the sharpest tool in the shed. No, he didn't say that, but I sure as fuck did. Trying to explain this to a six-year-old, we told him uh, we took money out of his piggy bank to pay for this bag of food and this one and so on. We could tell he was upset, but we don't know if it's really sunk in. That's the frustrating part. So much food had been ordered from so many different places, Chase Bank actually sent Stonehouse a fraud alert, declining a $439 order from Happy's Pizza. The $183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through. It took a few orders of food before Stonehouse realized what the hell was going on. Even after he put two and two together, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders from coming. I was putting Mason to bed and I saw a car pull up and the doorbell rang with the driver dropping off a big bag of stuff. My wife owns a slice of Heaven Cakes Bakery and it was a big wedding weekend, so I thought it was just someone dropping off decorative stuff for her. But then I saw it was from Leo's Coney Island. $300 worth of hot dogs coming in. What the heck? The doorbell rang again and it just kept happening, car after car. Finally, after the chicken shawarmas arrived, uh, he realized what was happening. I looked at my phone with repeated messages that my food was getting ready and my food was being delivered. I looked at my bank account and it was getting drained. At that point, there was nothing he could do to stop the orders. He tried to call one restaurant who told him he had to get a hold of Grubhub. Most of the food is now in the refrigerator. They're set for a couple of days, I guess. I knew this could happen, but you just don't think your kid is going to do something like this. He's definitely smart enough. I just didn't expect it. You should. Because children are evil. They know what they're doing. Don't give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, there's no way this kid confused Grubhub with a game. What kind of game is this where you just order food? What's the objective there if it was a game? I like how the, fa the father got so mad. He just he took money out of the kid's piggy bank. Like $5 and pennies in there. 
How do you like it when I take money from you, you little shit? All right, uh, final story we have for you today. This one uh, comes from my neck of the woods, Hamilton, Ohio. This is like one of those yearly stories. Every Valentine's Day, a zoo allows you to like name a cockroach, a cockroach that's going to be fed to one of their animals. So the idea is like you name the cockroach after an ex or someone who's pissed you off. This year, the story comes from an animal shelter in Hamilton, Ohio. It's holding a unique, not so unique, like I just said, type of stuff is done all the time. A unique fundraiser as a lead up to Valentine's Day. The Animal Friends Humane Society said Wednesday it will name a cat litter box after an ex-romantic partner. It's sad that there are people who are holding on to such bad feelings that they're like, yes, I will spend money just to make myself feel better by naming a shitbox after my ex, even though the ex probably won't ever know that you did this. This is really just for you. This guy or w woman, who this ex, is living rent-free in your head. You're spending money on them still. The gesture will cost $5 per box while the promotion will run until February 12th. I guess if you look at it like, this is doing, you know, doing something nice for the Humane Society and naming the shit box after your ex is just kind of a perk. Uh, the shelter, a shelter will then reveal all the sponsored litter boxes, names included, in a Facebook post on Valentine's Day. I guess you could then tag your ex, you know, in that post. Don't spend this Valentine's Day down in the dumps. Get it. Instead, cheer yourself up while making a difference for animals in need. Reads the promotion on the society's website. For a $5 donation, we will write your ex's name on a litter box and give it to cats and let them do what they do best. The fundraiser is far from the only somewhat strange animal-related promotion tied to the love-themed holiday. Several zoos, here we go, offer a promotion allowing visitors to buy a cockroach, as I just stated. The roaches are fed to animals like lizards. The payment then ensures the person is able to watch the insect get eaten. That's kind of cool. I would pay extra if, like, a staff member would film it. And then, uh, you know, send it to me, like send a video clip that I could then send to my ex. Like now it's getting interesting. The payment then ensures the person is able to watch the insect getting eaten. In some cases, the zoo will send a video. Oh, there we go. This is exactly what I want. Okay. Or link of the feeding to the roach's namesake. New York's Bronx Zoo, as well as zoos in San Antonio and Toronto, run similar programs. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. I'm all over the place. You can find me. If you really want to find me, you can find me. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. We've got some patrons. This guy called in three times in a row. By the last one here. Hello, Tim. You know, if you oh. and Lord Deuce do the dance of joy, which one's the one that, you know, jumps up in the other person's arm? The dance of joy. Oh, uh, because of the perfect strangers thing. Is it you Recently or Lord the Deuce? Um, I don't remember if it was a sideshow exclusive program, but I was joking around that uh, all of my sexual fantasies involve cast members of uh, ABC's TGIF lineup. Balky. I'm just kind of trying to visualize that in my head and visualize Lord Douche. I kind of have my own visualization of Lord Douche. But yeah, even though one of these days I want to run like a fundraiser 
uh, where I like uh, where you donate money, and then the uh, the person who donates the mo uh, the the most gets to actually see Lord Douche. Like I will uh, show you a picture of him. When even when I first started listening, because he's a big mystery. I don't know what the fuck you look like, but I remember. Your appearance did not match your voice at the time. Thank you. I guess that's how it is with, uh, you know, what they don't call you guys DJs no more. It's, it's uh, it's podcaster, a podcaster, radio podcaster. People. That's wait, what year are we in? It's uh, unicorn hands to check it in. Yeah, I, I could tell. <laughs> check it with everyone and hope you're all having a good new year. Uh, Sound like you have a cold. You a little stuffed up there? I think the Wake up or something? saw his shadow or something, so... Yeah, by the way, that's, that's bullshit. I mean, it's obviously bullshit. <laughs> no one believes this. But uh, I was looking at the track record of that stupid groundhog. Uh, he gets it right 39% of the time. Flip a coin and you've got better odds of figuring it out, you know? It's uh, <laughs> so six stupid. more weeks of cooner baiting. Oh, is that, is that it? Baiting. I'm going to step outside completely naked with an erect dick and see if we can um, see my cock shadow or not. That's how you know if there's going to be uh, six more weeks of gooner baiting. Thank you, Unicorn. Hello, Timmy Boo. This is Itchy Taint calling in. Hey, Itchy. I had a caller on yesterday's show call in about Mona on Who's the Boss, and it brought back... Like I said, yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program was awesome. <laughs> not exactly a great advertisement. Talking about Mona from uh, Who's the Boss? No, it was a, a great show. That was a funny voicemail, actually. Some, uh, young masturbation memories for me. Uh, no, not of Mona, but of uh, uh, Samantha, Alyssa Milano's Samantha. character. Uh, going through puberty, even that show was on. Oh, then that's the perfect time. That's about the time, you know, when she was on Who's the Boss, didn't she release that uh, workout album, like Teen Steam or something? And I just watched it for her, but... Yeah. Uh, Overall, the, the show was really bad. I caught some a uh, few years ago on syndication, and God, I can't believe I sat through it. <laughs> uh, so I was trying to think of some of the worst sitcoms from the 80s and early 90s. I'm 47, a bit older than you, but uh, well, what were you... What would you think was like the worst sitcom from that era? Oh. Uh, the other one I would say was... Uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains was pretty damn bad, too. So I'll just get your opinion on that. Yeah, family sitcoms in general are kind of painful. Growing Pains, Who's the Boss, Webster, Charles in Charge. That was about Head of the I didn't like Head of the Class. That wasn't exactly a family sitcom. Most sitcoms, I think, from the 80s, save for a few, were pretty milk toast. You know what I mean? I will say, I mean, there are, like, I do like some 80s golden girls. You know how I feel about the gold, the girl, my girls. You know, there's some gems in there. As a matter of fact, I was watching uh, one that you might not think of is uh, Give Me a Break uh, with that Nell Carter. I don't know. I was watching it and it was, I don't know if I was just in a, in a mood, but I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. That Nell Carter was really funny back. She's dead now, so. But yeah, she was hey, really funny Teddy on that Boo, show. Rabbi Nickel here. Um, you just, and by just, I mean three months ago, sure. said that uh, you are uh, not having regular sex with uh, Lord Douche. So, <laughs> I said that? I, I would just like for you to expand a little bit upon, uh, upon what the definition of regular might I can't be. believe I would reveal such a thing. Uh, as a, You're trying to put words in my mouth. Uh, married straight man. I have a definition of what regular is, but I'm curious what yours is. 
Oh, I'd have to do the math on that. Once a week? No, not that often. Once every couple weeks? Maybe at this point? Well, week and a half? I don't know. It's not a regular thing, no, though. Back. Ah, I'm sorry. You go, Timmy Boo. What do you consider, a, like, a regular interval inter interval for, for sex? I'm curious. You go, Timmy Boo. Haley's comic <laughs> calling up. Who's got your back? I got your back. The singing stalker, Jacob, whatever his last name is, had 52 YouTube videos on his channel before most of them were deleted. How do I know that? Because they will be able to download all of them before they were purged. Ooh. And I've created a BitTorrent of them. I posted the .torrent file into the Utardia channel oh, on Lord. the Discord. Have fun. All right, hold on a second. It was a singing psychic. I don't remember this person. Haley's Comet, please. <laughs> Send me a link to that torrent so I can download it, and uh, I, I will go through all of those videos. Thank you very much for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, it's an oh, God. Why did you just piss all over the floor? Turn that shit off. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. You know I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. A great Friday, you motherfucker! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.